Good morning. Today is Friday, October 29th, 2021. So I want to tell you a story to lead to an important insight in our Parsha. But first, I have to tell this story, which is the introduction to the other story. The story that I want to start with is about the Vilna Gaon, Rabbi Elio of Vilna, uh, the greatest Jewish scholar, Talmudic scholar, at the end of the 1700s, mid and late 1700s. And this story happened to a man in his 90s, in the late 1800s. The man was seriously ill in the hospital. And his family had gathered around what they were worried might be his last moments. And the doctor came in and gave his report. And the report was that unfortunately the infection was too strong. The father was too weak. And it was only a matter of days. There was nothing left to do. The doctor leaves the room. And the family sees that their father is smiling and doesn't seem upset or nervous at all. And he says to them in a weak voice, he was weak, but he says to them, don't worry, don't listen to the doctors. I'll be fine. You'll see I'll be fine. And they were worried that, they said, didn't you hear what the doctor said? They thought maybe he wasn't. He wasn't comprehending, but he said to them, I want to tell you a story. And this story happened almost 80 years ago when I was a child. And it happened on Simchas Torah. And it happened that on that Simchas Torah, I was davening in the shul of the Vilna Gon. And during the dancing on Simchas Torah, everyone was dancing. I, as a little boy, I accidentally stepped on the Vilnagon's talus strings, the tzitzis. And as he moved, the talus started to slip off of his shoulder. So he turned to me and very calmly said, My sweet child. You should live until a hundred years old. But would you please step off of my talus? <laughs> so the old man says, I have a guarantee from the Vilna Gaon that I will live to be a hundred. Doesn't matter what the doctor says. I have the promise of the Vilna Gaon. And it was true. He did recover and he did live to be a hundred. Okay. That's the Vilna Gaon. I've shared this story with some of you before. It's an incredible story. I heard this story from the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik. He heard it from his father. And it's about a person who lived in the late 1700s in Poland, known to us as Graf Pataki. Graf is Polish for count. His father was a well-known 
important aristocratic nobleman, a count in Poland in the 1700s. He owned most of the property in the area. And he had a son who was known as Graf Potaki, Count Potaki. And this son was sent by his father to one of the great universities in Italy. At that time, it was common for the nobility to send their sons to university in Italy. And somehow in Italy, this young man met Jews and he embraced Judaism and he wanted to convert to Judaism to be a religious Jew. And that was very, very uncommon at that time. First of all, conversion to Judaism was prohibited in Italy to begin with, so he went to Holland, where it at least was legal to convert to Judaism, and he converted, and he became a Gerd Sedek, a righteous convert. He was a religious Jew known as the Graf, Graf Pataki. Apparently, living in Holland, he was lonely, and he wanted to come back to Vilna. So he came back to Vilna, but he was worried that he'd be recognized because in Poland, not only was conversion to Judaism prohibited, one who had converted to Judaism was subject to execution. And so he was worried that he would be recognized. His father, after all, was a very well-known, important figure. So he left Vilna and he went to live in a small town nearby where he figured nobody would ever know who he was. And he lived there as a Frum Jew by himself, peacefully quiet by himself, until, unfortunately, his identity somehow became known. He was arrested. He was offered his life in exchange for renouncing Judaism and returning to Christianity, which he refused. And he was sentenced to death and he was executed on the second day of Shavuos in 1749 in a central square in front of the largest cathedral in Vilna. So that part is a historical fact. The following part is the part that the Rav's father told him that I'm sharing with you. The night before the execution, the Vilna Gon came to visit the Graf. And this Gerd Sedek, this righteous convert, this Graf, he began to cry. And the Vilna Gon said to him, are you afraid of dying? Are you afraid of the torture? Why are you crying? And the Graf said, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of the pain. There's only one thing that I'm afraid of. I will be lonely in the world to come. Because having converted to Judaism, 
I don't have any connection with my family. I'm still single. I don't have any Jewish family. And in the world to come, in Olam Haba, I'll be all by myself. I'll be lonely. So the Vilna Gon said to him the following response. He quoted a Pasuk, a verse. This is a Pasuk in the prophet Yeshayahu, Isaiah. This Pasuk actually we quote on Rosh Hashanah. It may be familiar to you. Thus says God, King of Israel and Redeemer of Israel, the God of hosts, Ani Rishon, I am first, Va'ani Acharon, and I am last, Umi Baladai Ein Elohim, and besides me there is no God. Famous Pasik, we quoted on Rosh Hashanah, Ani Rishon, Vani Acharon, Umi Baladai Ein Elohim. The Gon then quoted the Medrash which explains the verse in the following way. I am the first to the one who has no father, God says, and I am the last to the one who has no son. In other words, the Vilna Gon explained to this Ger Tzedek, this righteous convert, God promises, I'm a father to everyone who has no father, to everyone who is lonely. I am a son to everyone who dies childless. This is the promise of the Almighty. And the Graf said to the Vilna Gon, you have comforted me. The end of our Parsha, the Torah tells us that Avraham died. Vayihi acharei mos Avraham, vayivorech elokim es Yitzchak beno. And it was after the death of Avraham, God blessed Yitzchak, his son. Rashi tells us that this blessing that God gave Yitzchak after the death of Avraham was Nichum Avelim, the comfort given to mourners. God comforted Yitzchak for the loss of his father with this blessing. But here's the question. Let's see the Pasuk one more time. Vayihi acharei mos Avraham. It was after the death of Avraham. God blessed Yitzchak Beno, his son, Avraham's son. Why does the Torah have to tell us at this moment that Yitzchak was Beno, Avraham's son? I mean, we know he's Avraham's son. I mean, the last two parshios have been filled with the fact that Yitzchak is, is Avraham's son, and God appears after the death of Avraham, clearly, Nichum Avelim, because Yitzchak is the son. Please listen carefully to this answer, which is given by the Alshech, one of the classic commentators to the Torah. 
The Alshuk says that when Sarah died, which is the beginning of our parsha, Yitzchak's mother, of course Yitzchak was bereaved, stricken with grief, but he still had Avraham. So the feeling was uh, of of loss was was terrible was was immense, but he still had his father. When Yitz, when Avraham died, Yitzchak had no one. Yitzchak was alone. That's why God appears to him. It was after the death of Avraham when Yitzchak is finally alone, when he feels that there is no one left. Both of his parents have died. God blesses Yitzchak, his son, God's son, not Avraham's son, God's son. In other words, God blesses Yitzchak. What's the content of that blessing of consolation, of comfort? How does God comfort Yitzchak at that moment? He says to him, there is no such thing as an orphan because I am with you. You are my son. Whenever we think we are alone, through grief, through struggle, through challenge, anytime. We're not. God says to each of us, as God said to Yitzchak, I am the parent to everyone who is lonely, and I am the child to everyone who is childless. Anirishon. That is God's promise, his blessing to Yitzchak and his promise to every one of us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.